1: County Sheriff's Office calling all cars. Attention all Los Angeles County Sheriff's Cars. Broadcast 164. Be on the lookout for a pan sedan driven by one or two men. Has Laguna Beach Cab Company letters on side of the car. thought to be used in hold-up and shooting in Laguna Canyon. These men are armed and dangerous. That's all. Goes the roll call of cities and counties using Rio Grande to Trasse gasoline exclusively. At this time, we proudly salute three new cities Pasadena, the patron center of culture and wealth, Phoenix, capital and metropolis of the great state of Arizona, Marysville, of the fabulous, famous Mother Lode country. Veteran Pasadena officers have frequently proved they could shoot it out and win. Phoenix is rooted in desert sedition. No city in the West has a more colorful or more heroic background than Mary's here. To serve the law in these places, men must be courageous, hard-hitting, hard-driving men of action, and so they are. And so they chose Rio Grande, to craft, Japanese, already able to both service for Oakland, Berkeley, Fresno, Santa Barbara, Los Angeles, San Diego, Orange County, San Diego County, Saracopa County, Arizona, and many, many other cities and counties. In fact, Last year, 3,724,318 gallons of Rio Grande crack gasoline were used by law enforcement officers. This is enough gasoline to drive 10,000 cars to the Atlantic Seaboard, in fact. Do you know of any other gasoline that can point to that overwhelming test? Try Rio Grande crack gasoline in your car. See your independent Rio Grande dealer tomorrow. Tonight we take pleasure in presenting Deputy Sheriff Jim Workman of the Santa Ana Sheriff's Office. Deputy Workman. Good
0: evening. Tonight's Calling All Cars is an excellent example of the facility of crime used as a means of getting some easy money. The boys implicated in this case were both under 20 years of age. They had no real reason for turning to a criminal career other than that of being too lazy to take on the responsibilities of an honest job. Theirs was no kind of passion. No sudden uncontrollable emotion made them lose their head. It was an act of pure brutality, of almost unbelievable cruelty. Our office, in cooperation with the authorities of Laguna Beach, Huntington Beach, and others up and down the coast, made every effort to apprehend these youths as soon as the report came in. And we did, one within 24 hours of the crime and the other a few days later. How this was done will be related now in the following dramatization.
1: It is early evening, June 16th, in a little village known as Laguna Beach. Nestled snugly between the rolling foothills and the Pacific Ocean, this colony for years. Has been the home of many of California's most brilliant painters. Here, too, the little theater buzzes with curious activity year round, an outlet for the artistic temperament of the Laguna's populace. Seated behind the driver's wheel of his parked taxi, Harold Marshall, 26 year old cab driver, waits on call, chats at intervals with friends as they
0: pass his stand.
1: Hi, Harold. Keeping you busy tonight? Not too busy, El. Just coming to work? Yeah, I'd draw the night shift. Huh. Ought to be a mob in later. There's a party for the cast of that play they put on last night up in Silverado Canyon somewhere. I guess everyone will be out there. Good enough. I guess I better keep the old coffee pot full just in case. Did you see the play? No, I didn't get a chance. Heard it was pretty slow, though. I didn't either. Working as usual. Well, don't get any wooden nickels. i got to get inside and start digging up the salt orders. See you later. Okay, Harris. Yes. I'll be in for some of that coffee later myself. Okay,
2: Thank you.
1: Hmm? Oh. okay, okay. okay. thanks. Of Laguna, where everyone knows everyone else by his first name, where such things as street numbers are unheard of. Out the coast highway a quarter of a mile, young Marshall pulls his cab to a stop in front of a brown, board in that studio house, over whose portal hangs a large sign reading Mona Studio Club, Laguna's only nightclub. Shutting off the motor, he walks to the door, opens it, steps inside. Hey, Mother downtown? I oh, will, Mona. Hello, Johnny. Bud, hi. Couldn't be better. Place looks kind of deserted tonight. It's that party up the
0: canyon. This town isn't big enough for two parties the same night. Oh, don't
1: worry. They'll all be in here later.
0: Oh, I'm not worried. Not this one.
1: Are Mother ready, Mona? In a minute, Bud. Okay, I'll be outside. All right.
2: I'll
1: send here. Hey, Hey, Bud. I what I was looking for. How do you get the Silverado Canyon drive from here? You going to the party too, Dean? Yeah. I wouldn't miss it. I see if I can find the place. Well, you know where the dude ranch is, out the canyon? Yes. Well, just past there, a little road turns up to the right. Not much more than a cow path. Room enough for about one and a half cars at a time. Sounds twelve. You can make it all right, though. Once you get on the road, just follow your nose and suddenly you're there. I gotta go now. Here's Mona's mother. Okay, bud. Thanks a million. Maybe I'll see you up there later. Okay, okay. I'll
2: see you later. Man.
1: And a few minutes later, Harold Marshall drops his chair to the destination, then returns to his stand in front of the sandwich mill. As he's about to turn off the motor, two men approached the cab. Not recognizing either of them, he decides they must be out of towners looking for a ride. After a moment, hesitation, the patient, one of them speaks. You're set for hire? Sure Okay. want to go for a ride. All right. Hop in. Right. Now, where to? Well, I'll just drive out the canyon away. You're not just through the address. You're going to the cast party? Uh, no. No, we're just going out the canyon away. We'll take you minute to stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. All right, driver, turn around right up here and pull over. Now, there isn't any the house along here. That's all right. We know where we're going. Okay. Sure, a funny place to want to stop. Yeah your motor. Why? Turn off your motor. Hey, wait a minute. What is this? Let him have it. No, don't hit me. Oh. That. you're pretty hot, huh? Eh? Yeah. Come on. Just give what he has on him. Give me a hand, dragging him out. Hey, oh. Hey, here's the loud. Way over me, will you? Stand back, folks. What are you going to do? Oh. oh.
2: oh. Don't you get more blingy. Take it back.
1: Come on, folks. Oh. Drag him out here. Yeah, hey, not that way, not that way. Pull him out this side. Oh, way. He'll be hidden by the car. Yeah. Oh, That's got it.
2: See what
1: he's got on him. Please. Take it easy. Please. My right back. I'm hurry up, Jerry. Somebody's liable to come along here and see you. Ah, I got it. Oh, that's much, but better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's beat it. Hey, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Uh, mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe it doesn't. I'm telling you. Thank you. Thank you. How with you? Leave me where I get to start you, will you? Mm-hmm. This is good. Uh, mm-hmm. What are you thinking about it? I don't know. If you leave me here, you should have bumped off. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: Better be murder for your mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we'd better jump him back in his house. What <coughs> <coughs> if somebody sees him? with him in the back. What do we do then? I don't know. What did you shoot him for? Don't hey. ask. Why can't, can't stand here all night, Gavin? What do we do? Leave him here. Or, hey, hey, look. There's a little bit hot on the roof. So we we'll see it. we better feed it. Hey, no, no, quick. Take this guy's hat and pull it down over your head. Yeah. Uh, head now get in the seat there and look as though you were waiting for somebody. What are you going to do? And lie down here and keep this guy from talking. Get in the cab. Okay. Yeah? No, it isn't all right. What are you doing, out here?
2: We're waiting for someone.
1: It's all right. Well, I'm
2: sure I can't help. No, thanks.
1: All right. A, a nice. Nice go Listen, we got to get out of here. That was too close for me. Okay? I'll take this guy with us and dump him later. That's all right by me. Only let's oh. do something. Come here. Give me a lift. Now walk, okay. mm-hmm. Take. It? Yeah, we'll take it somewhere. Come on, break right up. Oh. Right. You got that first time. I'll stay in the back seat. Okay. <laughs> towards the bridge, to drive the two useful desperadoes with their wounded victims, back to where the canyon road runs to Forest Avenue, Laguna's main soft street. Past pedestrians do no Marshall, but right, they drive right to the corner of Forest and Coast Boulevard, where they swing the cab in behind the sandwich mill and little parking lot. All right, get out. Uh, hey, come on, help me, uh, get moving, folks. Back up the canyon, my Over here? Hey, what's the matter? What are you doing lying there? Doctor? 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 Yeah? Okay. Hold it, fella. I'll get it out. I'll, I'll get him over here in the kitchen. Hey, Allison,
2: somebody stop Bud Martin. He's over the line. Get it out.
1: To the receiving hospital, Marshall gives a description of the two gunmen, then dropped into a coma from loss of blood. An ambulance is called, and after preliminary examination of his wounds, which show both bullets to have lodged in his spine, he is taken to St. Joseph's Hospital in Santa Ana for an immediate operation. Meanwhile, the Santa Ana Sheriff's Office, notified of the shooting, and a blockade is made with the three main arteries leading out of town in hopes of catching the suspect. A description of the cab, as well as the two boys, is phoned towards the stadium, with the order to apprehend and hold if found. Laguna is bottled up from the east, the north, the south by road, the west by ocean, and five miles up the canyon. Yeah, we're taking the guy back now. The cop and town will be out on us as soon as they find us. Yes. We can't just drive around here all night until we get out there. We try to get through town. I don't know to secure it. It's a sense we can't go back to the Laguna. Hey, look, maybe we can get out over these hills. There's a circle over there. Let's we'll go somewhere. We can't let it fly. Let's go, okay? To get up here, yeah? well, they might have been up here all the time. Well, what do we do? Stop, guess. The guy in the are waving at him. Okay. I'm plant, huh? Hey, how do you get yourself out of standing place? You know? No. Oh, I thought you was Bud Marshall. Looks like you're stabbed. Well, it's not. Okay, but uh, you don't have yourself. I up told them to... no. Okay, okay. Oh, thank you. No joke. I don't know. They're just around around. Don't get close out of the way. Get moving. Okay. We we'll broke away. and will turn around. I don't like this road. Hey, clear now. Let's go, then. <laughs> Driving the cab over the rough road. The two fugitives find a place big enough to turn around in, then back into the canyon to disappear into the night. And in the meantime, Freddie Violet, the inquisitive youth of a few moments before, and his companion decide to give up their search for the party and return to Laguna. And there they meet with a scene of unusual activity. Gathered in front of the taxi stand or a group of people. Park, shelter, shelter two Laguna police cars and a sheriff's car indicate that something has happened. Inquisitive again, Violet edges his way into the circle of faces. What's up? Hey, what's all the excitement, hey? Eh? Bud Marshall got held up and the top. What? Hey, that's terrible. Where is he? Uh, they took him to Santa Ana. Got to operate on him. Hmm. Did they get the dragon it Uh-uh. Uh, there was two of them. Took Bud's cab to escape him. Well, say, if that doesn't... Huh? They took Bud's cab? Yeah. Benny! Hey, Benny! Did you hear that? They took Bud's cab! Well, what's so amazing about that? I saw him. You what? I saw him. Talk to him. I was supposed to, to catch him. What are you talking about? Hey, Jack. Yeah. Hey, listen. About fifteen minutes ago, I was up in Silverado Canyon trying to find a party, and I saw bud cab driving around. Good sure was his cab? Sure, I'm sure. And there were two fellas in it. I asked him where Silverado Place was, and one so of them said he didn't know. They drove off. Yeah, I... That was only fifteen minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Tell the boys we're going up the canyon. I've got a lead as to where those guys are. <laughs> and a few minutes later, a hastily organized posse of police, deputy sheriffs, and citizens start a manhunt hunt that covers every inch of the canyon territory. All night, the search continues through thick mountain bridges. But as the first rays of the morning sun announce a new day, the weary members of the posse admit defeat and return to their homes. It is apparent to all that the vicious gunmen have made good their escape. And at the St. Joseph's Hospital in Santa Ana, young Harold Marshall spends the long hours of the night in the operating room while surgeons make a supreme effort to sustain the small flicker of life that minute by minute grows weaker. late the following afternoon in the service station of Huntington Beach, 15 miles north of Laguna. Mm-hmm. Hello, young sir Something I can do for you? Uh, I just thought I'd get a drink of water if it's all right. It's, it's kind of hot walking. Mm, sure thing. It helps you too. Right. We should have bring a little business with you. I don't think there's been 10 cars in here since I opened up this morning. <laughs> It'd make a million that way.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right.
1: And I'll bet it's out of those ten cars, at least five of them wanted water, various checks, and directions there to get somewhere, and nothing else. Where uh, is from Laguna? In Laguna? Yeah, down the highway there. Oh, I know where it is. He used to live there. Don't remember any Laguna picks coming in today, though. I, I, I thought maybe you would heard how that fellow that got shot down there last night was getting along. Oh, you mean Bud Murphy? I guess so. Cab driver? Yeah. I read about it in the paper this morning. He's really tough on him. Yeah, he's, he's still alive, isn't he? Yeah. Was when I heard about it. Paper said he was awful for a loan. Yeah, What's the matter? You know him, but no, no, I don't know. My, yeah, I, I just thought maybe he was a close friend of yours, the way you it. No, no, I never heard of him before. I was just thinking. Well, guess I'll blow. Thanks a lot. George, <laughs> well, it's all right. I've heard a lot of school questions that that kid takes the cake. They've gotten their hands to go all of think someone was asking hey, a sudden, since he I'm Hey, wait a minute. There was a couple of kids that did that job in the Hello, operator. Get to the police station, quick. Yeah, and make it fast, will you? I tell you, I don't know anything about it. What well, was the idea of asking all those questions? Well, I, I was only wondering how the fellow was, that's all. Well, where would you hear about the shooting? I, I read it in the papers. Which papers? Uh, uh, the the Times. Sure it wasn't the Examiner? No, I'm not sure, no, but well, in mean, fact, it wasn't even in the Times, was it? Well, I guess maybe it was the Examiner. Huh? I guess well, we'd better take a ride to San Anand and see what else you know. I have an idea, it's plenty. <laughs> Into the sheriff's office in Santa Ana, the young inquirer continues to deny everything. And after an hour of willing, Shepard is taken to St. Joseph's hospital into the small, darkened room where Harold Marshall lies hovering between life and death. Turn a light on his face. So if he's awakened, we're ready.
0: Harold. Harold.
2: <laughs> I may not be able to. Very weak.
1: Harold. Harold Marshall.
2: you
1: Can you hear me, Harold? Uh-huh. Do you think you could open your eyes for a minute? Harold. Harold. Uh, you see me over here? Huh? Huh.
2: What's this Hey. That's one of the fellows. That's, That's all.
1: That's all, Nick. Thanks. Come on, you. scared young man makes a complete confession, gives his name as Fulton de Maud, names his companion as one Gerald Banner. But when asked where his crime mate is, he claims he has no idea, swears that he hasn't seen him since the separated the night of the And his wife continued drilling he sticks to his story, finally convinces the tell that the truth. Then, just as the questioning is ending, de Maud unwittingly gives a hot lead. That's all I can tell you, Sir. I didn't even know Jerry well. I ran into him in town one night, and we went out to his place. His home? Yeah. Where is it? In Chino. Chino, eh? Come on, boys. We're taking a ride to Chino, and the Maud here is going to show us where Vance lives. Hey, wait a minute. I didn't... I don't want to do that. David. What you want to do is your business. But what you're going to do is a very different thing. Come on. <laughs> know the officers locate Vance's home but failed at finding him. They do, however, get a full description as well as the recent snapshot. And armed with these, a statewide bulletin is right to all points. Teletyped messages feed over the huge police network. Attention all points. Bulletin. One for kidnapping. assault with a deadly weapon. Gerald Vance. 18 years. Dark hair, Medium build. Last seen Laguna Beach, California, June 16th this year. This man is known to have a gun. Might resist arrest. If located, arrest and notify Sheriff Orange County. One week later in Medford, Oregon, on one of the numerous ranches. Hey, come, on,
2: son.
1: Okay, I guess. good <laughs> <laughs> chopper for you, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it looks kind of hot, though. Yeah. That's just funny, me looking hot. I suppose maybe I should wear an overcoat while I chop this wood. And if some time has got a new record for being hot.
0: Oh,
1: ah, that's easy, son. Didn't get sore just because I ribbed you a little. I don't mean nothing by it. Well, we'll stay with them. This isn't my idea of having a good time, just chopping wood. You don't help it anyway standing around jabbing. <laughs> By golly, for a little fella, you're the toughest kid I ever seen. You can't say boo without you going all up in the ladder. But well, there's something on your mind, eh? No, no I haven't anything on my mind. Still a all, huh? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, guess I might as well leave you be as long as you're this way. Now, he's trying to be... Hey, now, who in the blazes can that be cramping around over there? Never well, saw him before? Well, over by the house. Coming this way now. Looks like an officer or something. Give me the cops. Well, looks like it. Soon you knows though, he's coming over here. Hey, what's the matter with you? Looks like you'd see the ghost. It's nothing, nothing. Just a heat stick. Why don't you go and see what he wants? Well, there's no use my going over to him when he's coming over to me. Yeah, but inside, you don't pretty much like walking. Hello there. You the foreman of this, man? Well, foreman's way, so I guess I'm next best. What can I do for you? I'm looking for a young fellow might be working around these parts. In about 18 years old. You seen anyone like that? Sure. Got <laughs> one right here. Oh, no, you don't. on, uh, dog, I ain't done. What's the hurry, then? That's my business. Sure. Only I wouldn't try running out again if you know what's good for you. Yeah. yeah, what's the devil is all this about, anyway? Here's a picture, Pop. Ever seen this kid before? Mm. Say, good to you, kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Now, listen, Dan. I'm not going to waste any time fooling with you. You're coming along with me nice and peacefully, and there's going to be no arguments. Am I right? Yeah. What do you think? I think you're a pretty fresh punk, and I think I know how to handle punk. How's that? Can't think of an answer. Is that right? Well, that suits me fine. The less you talk on the way back to town, the more I'll like it. Come on. Get moving. Notified by teletype of the arrest, Orange County officers seized to Medford, bring the suspect back to Santa Ana. And there they hurl question after question at him, receiving as replies a stony silence. So once again, young Marshall is waked out of his coma, and once again he looks for an instant at the face framed in brilliant light, then names the boy as the other gunman. Name him as the one who actually shot him. And a little later, with his positive identification completed, Sam and DeMort are brought together for the first time since the shooting. Sam, side by side, as the sheriff, talks to them. Well, boys, the game's up. You're right on a well-known spot and you know it, don't you? Mm-hmm. You're pretty young to start living in San Quentin. San Quentin? Sure, that's where they send people to do what you did. But... They can't go us up there. But, they, they can't do it. Sorry, young fella. You're the one who made it this way, you know. Maybe you would have thought a little more before you pulled this job. Things would be different. But you shot a man and perhaps you could get out of it scot-free. But now you're no different. But you're lucky in one way, though. There's a pretty good chance that your victim will pull through. If he does, at least you won't have murder on your hands. What? course And it's going to be just too bad for both of you. Even if he doesn't bump, as you put it, the doctor says he'll never walk again. Those slugs you pumped into him have severed his spine. Not a very pretty thought to have to live with, is it, boys? I didn't think about that when I did it. Why did you do it, Jerry? I. It all looked so simple then, and. and Now I. I I can't do it. I don't want to go to dinner. Please, please, sir, if I promise it was straight, if if I I promise on my word of honor anything. I'm sorry, Jerry. It's too late for that now. You might just as well make up your mind to take a jolt, because there's no way out. That's the law.
0: (laughs) And after a preliminary hearing held in St. Joseph's Hospital at the wounded boy's bedside, a short trial finishes the criminal career of Gerald Vance and Fulton the Board when they are sentenced to serve life imprisonment in San Quentin penitentiary without possibility of parole. Their victim, Harold Marshall, recovered from his experience, but today is still suffering complete paralysis of both legs. Thank you, Dr. Workman.
1: Nearly three and three-quarter million gallons of Rio Grande cracked gasoline used last year in protecting life and property in this territory. No other gasoline can point to such dramatic search. If your car could have been started when Christianity was born, and driven normally every day until now, scarcely more than a third of this huge quantity of gasoline would have been consumed. More police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency equipment use Rio Grande cracked gasoline wherever it is sold than any other brand. Why don't you try it in your car? Just drive in tomorrow to your nearest independent Rio Grande leader. We can also offer you the finest motor oils you can buy. Sinclair, Pennsylvania, and Sinclair Opelina. Both are thoroughly blue wax, sea jellied, and refinery sealed in Tampa cans. They are so free-flowing in winter, and they stand up so completely under the most terrific engine heat that you can use the same grade the year-round. Ask your Rio Grande dealer about Sinclair Motor Oils tomorrow. Ask him too for a free copy of Calling All Cars New. Full of pictures and stories about your favorite radio and screen stars and many special features. Do this tomorrow. This is your narrator, Frederick Lindsley, bidding you good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company.